Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful, happy hustlers out there? I hope you are slaying the day, baby. In this special episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we have on Mr. Mark D'Ambrosio, who is a Marine recon sniper and survival skills instructor. He spent 10 years in the U.S. Marine Corps and was on the show alone season seven. Now, he is the owner of two businesses, International Mountain Survival and The Woodsman Selection, and is is truly happy hustling, a life he loves. And in this episode, we dive deep into what it takes to survive and thrive in the wilderness and how to prepare yourself for just about anything. Mark's an awesome dude. You guys are going to love this interview. Now, when you do, share it with a friend and shout him out online. Check out his website. We got it all linked up in the show notes. Now, without further ado, y'all, let's dive in to this episode of the Happiest of Podcast. And real quick, guys, I just want to give a huge shout out to this episode's sponsor, Newtopia, who is making the best nootropics on the market. If you guys want to optimize your cognitive performance, increase the mental clarity and the focus that you achieve throughout the day, go to newtopia.com forward slash happy hustle and save yourself some moolah. Now, let's get back to this episode. All right, Mark D'Ambrosio, welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my man. I'm super stoked to connect. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, this is going to be fun. I mean, you are a a super badass, I'll tell you that. I mean, 10-year Marine Corps veteran, you know, like a unreal long-range shooter and sniper survival skills expert and you know you're on the show alone season seven which i love that show um but you're also a happy hustler man like you're doing what you love you you get to share your passions with with people all over the world and i just wanted to bring you on the mic to to share your wisdom and you know your your life really with the happy hustlers so thanks for coming on man now, yeah, I do want to ask you a question that uh, before we get into all that good, juicy stuff, what's something interesting, Mark, that not too many people know? That not too many people know. Um, man. Uh, well, see, that's the thing you're saying, like something interesting. <laughs> uh, you know what? For a guy that has two businesses, I would say that I'm pretty ADD, hmm. you know, for, and I've got to like control it. Yeah. Uh, so like, I think that's something a lot of people don't know, or maybe they do. Maybe they're like, he always sees squirrel. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, for, for what I do, like I definitely, it takes a lot of work to be able to concentrate and get tasks accomplished and stuff like that. So hmm. it's not actually a positive thing that I'm telling you, but you yeah. know, that's real well, life. You know, what's cool about that, man, is it makes you relatable and vulnerable. And a lot of people out there, myself included, can identify with that. You know, 
being distracted easily and, and, um, you know, chasing shiny objects here and there. And, (laughs) you know, it's cool to see someone even like at your level having those same issues, you know? And so I love that you shared that. Um, now I do want to dive right in. Let's, let's just talk about, you know, a, a little backstory, like give us How'd you join, you know, what made you want to join the Marines, first of all, and then kind of how'd you get into, you know, becoming a sniper and, and just give us your, your, your backstory briefly. So growing up, man, um, I didn't really, man, I don't know. The only reason why I really wanted to join, um, it's not what most people's reasons are, was because, dude, 9-11 had kicked off um, when I was in high school. I graduated in 2004. All these guys that had joined the military that technically did not sign up for war, they didn't want to go to war, right? That wasn't in their plans. They were just going to join the military and um, get some good stuff out of it. I wanted to be able to go there and help them. You know, I I didn't have a family. All these guys had families and stuff. And I was like, man, I can just go and help out. So that was my initial reason for going Mm. um, and joining. Why I went the recon um, route was because I researched, well, honestly, uh, 2006, I had my boss, I was working at custom graphics and sign design. And, uh, I was actually painting motorcycles on the side with my own business. And I was working at Texas roadhouse. So I was working three jobs. Wow. And my, uh, my boss told me, he's like, I was talking about force recon. And he's like, ah, oh, you're not cut out to be force recon. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I trained for two years and the stubbornness led me straight into, you know, just going into the reconnaissance route, did that. And, you know, I, I saw me and my buddy saw an image of a guy like coming out of the water with a ghillie suit and a rifle. And he mm. had a, a tank, uh, a mask on his face for, you know, uh, for dive operations. And I was like, Oh, this is ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Um, and so that, that kind of drove me to, to go and do that type of mission set. I always love sneaking around. Uh, and that's exactly what reconnaissance Marines and scout snipers do, you know, conducting reconnaissance and surveillance and long range precision fires on selected targets. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, you know, I, it was, it was just a, an amazing, amazing job. You know, mm-hmm. I did just under 10 years and I lo- absolutely love being in the military. Wow. That's awesome, man. I mean, I, I always thought to myself, if I was ever going to join the military, be the Marines, you know, they seem <laughs> the most like legit badasses, you know, I mean, Dude, but, the, but the truth, but. yeah, the truth is, is like, they're all the same, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got different mission sets. And yeah. so if you're in the Marine Corps and you were to talk shit on the air force, it's like, nah, probably not talking shit on the air force. Cause yeah, they're pretty yeah. damn helpful in a lot of situations, right? Oh yeah. They do. They do a lot. Yeah. Um, and the same, you know, same goes for everywhere, but like, yeah, it, it is so funny listening to the guys like trash talk the other branches. I, I just get kicked out of it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that is something that, um, you know, happens quite frequently. Oh, you, and you, and you have to, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You got, yeah. It's like your, it's like your squad. Now I am curious, what's it, what's your greatest lesson, your greatest takeaway from the military and your time spent? Um, you will always have bad leadership. Um, you will always have bad managers and bad leaders. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, like I didn't go into the military. Well, I did. I joined the military and I took a lot away from it, but it's, I was already who I was going to be before I joined. Mm. And uh, in my opinion, and 
some of these attributes that um, kind of define me today were definitely put to the test when I was in the military, um, mm. patience and learning different things. But, you know, I learned, I had a boss tell me one time, he goes, Mark, um, you speak more with your face than you do with your mouth. Meaning like very, you know, I've got a lot of facial expressions and I tell him to go fuck off a lot. <laughs> um, and I started laughing. He's like, if you want to get what you want to get, you got to learn how to play the game and how to control the emotions on your face. Mm. And I thought it was really neat that my boss was telling me that, you know, yeah. trying to find ways to get what I want. And I really, you know, I didn't have a lot of respect for that guy and I, I still don't, but um, I do respect <laughs> him for giving me that life lesson, right? You can always learn something from someone. And, yeah. you know, that was a pretty cool lesson, man. And then humility, um, it's pr mm. it'd be, pretty much be a tie between that and humility. Um, after becoming a recon Marine, I thought I was hot shit, dude. You know, I was, I was four years in and I became a sniper instructor and I was a recon Marine and I thought I was so damn cool. And, uh, I went through a court because I'd passed everything. I'd excelled at everything. Um, I was a team leader as a corporal, which is a pretty big deal. Um, in yeah. the recon communities and I went through an army special operations sniper school and failed. Mm. And like that failure was probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Mm. Because it changed the way that I act. It changed my personality. And I failed this sniper school, maybe for how I was shooting, right? But honestly, I don't think it was. I think it was my personality. I think mm. it was my attitude. Yeah. And uh, I went there, and a month later, they, uh, they did a write-up on me of, like, how I was. And it was horrible. And I'm reading this going, oh, that's not right. That's not true. And my boss called me into his office and he's like, what the hell is this? And I was like, no, nah, that's all bullshit. Mm. And I, I took a look at this for the next month and I pinned it up on my wall and I go, is that who I am? Mm. Right. And I had to like take a seat back and go, dude, I don't ever want somebody to think of me like that. And yeah. if that's who I am, I need to change. And so at that moment I did, man. And it was in 2013. Um, I think it was 2013. It completely changed who I am as a person. So wow. I tried to talk, I try to talk less, uh, <laughs> try to listen more. Yeah. And dude. And then I realized real quick that there's always more badass people and more amazing yep. people out there than you. And that honestly, the military background doesn't mean jack squat in this world. Like it means something, but it doesn't define who you are. Yeah, so. dude, that's beautifully said. And, you know, I just want to extract the lesson for all the happy hustlers out there. It's like, we all have those humbling moments, you know, those, um, those crossroads where we can choose our path, you know, do we go towards the darkness or do we go towards the light? You know, I had one in my own life, just kind of Early on in my in my teens, I was going down the wrong path, you know, doing a lot of illegal things up to no good for a, a while. And I don't even talk about it too much on my show or really in life anymore because I'm not proud of it. But I, I think about it as really when I did finally, you know, get arrested and go to jail and and was like had my freedom revoked, you know, I had a, a choice. You know, you can choose to come out with like a, uh, a mindset of I'm going to change my ways and, and become a better person, or you can keep doing what you're doing. You know, and sometimes the hardest thing is to just accept it. 
Yeah. Like acceptance. And I think just like you said, like taking a seat back, taking a step back, looking at the situation going, even if I think that I'm right in this. Yeah. Try and think of it from the other side. Yeah. And and dude, yeah, you're right. Like we've all been there. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now I do want to fast forward to like your first business and kind of like the inspiration behind it. Talk to us about like what that was, that journey and and now where you are today with it. So I was, you know, I just done under 10 years in the military. They told me I had to get out. Well, they told me I had to do something different or I could get out because of my Mm. hearing. Um, So I couldn't keep, I couldn't pass the special operations physical anymore. Mm. So I was like, all right, well, was that from listening to like so many gunshots probably? Yeah. yeah it's just everything had gone on in my military career. It would yeah. hurt my hearing. And you know, everybody has bad hearing in the military. So I didn't think it was serious. I was like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. And when they separated me for it, I was like, Oh wow, this is really happening. Uh, but uh. It, it was at that moment, man, that I realized that I just spent, you know, close to 10 years of my life doing something that well, well and now the bomb's getting dropped on me. What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, and I knew that I had a passion for teaching people. You know, I'd done that um, previously up in Bridgeport, California, teaching snipers how to be mountain snipers, uh, teaching guys how to be survivalists. And I was like, all right, I love teaching people. Um, I'm going to get out and I'm going to, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to just continue to teach people because even when I was younger, like I started, what is it? Oh man, what was the name of this? I didn't have a business license or anything. It was just me like hustling on the side, but like, <laughs> like it. I said, paint, painting motorcycles and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then I went, when I was in the Marine Corps, I was like trying to, I had business cards made up like precision shooting, uh, ridiculous nice. names and stuff. Right. Yeah. But I loved teaching people. So I decided to get out. I started a legit business. Um, and I got, into it just wanting to teach people but the thing is like it's addictive once you start your own business to want to make it better and Mm. you you know all the benefits that you get from it so i started it to teach people and then i fell in love with it because honestly like i love the business side of things yeah um and being able to make all the decisions Mm-hmm. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've never been a good employee, so I I can totally you know associate with that. Just you know, and I think the lesson there too is you started it with the mindset of how can I serve the people that I want to help, you know, and, and you knew you were a good teacher, you knew that you had skills being a a long range sniper and, and, you know, Marine recon. And, and you said, how can I combine my unique experiences to help people? And that's, that's what business is. You know, I tell the happy hustlers all the time, it's solving people's problems, you know? So you have to think about what problems you can solve for people. Right. Oh, hundred percent. And you know, it's funny because there's so many guys in the military that have amazing backgrounds and they have, um, so much knowledge to spread to the world. And, they, they have a way of, they can communicate it to people, even civilians, anybody, they, they can do that. But the thing is, they think that business is too hard and they're too scared to get into it. Mm. Um, and man, honestly, like, it's not difficult. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, you just got to do it. You just got to put a smile on your face and yeah. start. It's like anything. You literally just have to start. Mm. So, 
That's such a great point. Like the first step, the fear, you know, the insecurity, who am I to share this message or to help these people? Or there's always someone more qualified. That's what holds back a lot of people, you know, and if that's you out there listening right now, here's your, not that you need it, but permission to go start and get out there. Go start, man. Like social, social media is the worst. Like Instagram, for example, is like people look, and I am guilty of this. I would look at, uh, other sniper instructors or other shooting instructors, Instagrams and go, Oh, well, they're already, they're already teaching that. I shouldn't teach that. Or they're already doing this. I shouldn't do that because they're doing it. And you know what I said, dude, this is my life. This is my business. And I unfollowed them just because they're great people. I just unfollowed them because I didn't want them having an effect on me. But yeah, like just because someone else is out there doing it, there's always going to be hundreds of people out there doing it. Yeah. But Anybody can go out there and start their own business and start their own venture or side hustle and be successful with it. Yeah. And, and what's really cool too, is, you know, you have a unique message out there listening. You have a unique talent and skill set that only individuals out there can hear that you need to serve. And it's like a radio frequency, you know, once you get it dialed in, like you can, you can, reach them with your message in a unique way that others cannot. So it doesn't matter who else is out there doing it. You'll put your unique spin on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So talk to us now. I mean, where you're at, like right now you have, I know you got a whole bunch going on. You have a new wine, you know, business and you have, you have, um, you know, international survival and you also have the woodsman selection. Talk to us about like those different companies and what you're up to. So, yeah, so I started the International Mountain Survival, teaching, shooting, survival, repelling, the outdoor stuff. And I loved it, fell in love with it. I've been doing it for almost five years now. And uh, the, every year, I don't necessarily measure, I don't necessarily measure, uh, oh, God, where'd you go? Hold on. Having a technical here. difficulties. No One worries. second. I got I to gotta turn an alarm off, apparently. Oh, uh, all good. Uh, where? Where a, are you? For those happy hustlers just listening, let me tell you, Mark has one of the coolest backgrounds, if not the coolest, uh, of anyone I've interviewed. He has, let me describe it. Um, a, it's I don't even know what it is, but it looks very uh, legit rifle. It, I don't know what kind of rifle with the six scope on it. All his camouflage, his camo- his he's got his axes, his bow and arrow, his wine. Um, his bulletproof <laughs> vest and helmet, like it's pretty awesome backdrop. I gotta say. <laughs> um, all right. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, sorry, man. It's like the phone went crazy. Um, so I started that teaching, shooting survival stuff and I was doing it for about five. I've been doing it for about five years and I don't measure success necessarily by how much money I make, but by repeatable customers and man, it's, it was crazy to watch the things that I business having a military background, no experience in business, just military background. And the more that I got into this and the more that I got into the, the business world, the more that I realized how many of these skills that I did learn in the military helped me with business from mission, from mission planning, have, you know, writing out an entire operation order to a mission statement. Like, you know, to have a mission statement, to have a guideline for your business. Um, it was nuts. And so I realized I was like, dude, I've got this, this golden ticket that like a lot of people don't have, they pay lots of money to go to leadership courses and stuff like that. Management courses. 
And it's just, it's been a hell of a lot of fun doing that. And so, you know, recently, um, about eight months ago, I accepted the fact that I'm an entrepreneur. Once I got to go. the certain, once I got to the certain point where I was like, all right, I'm doing this. I was always like, oh, I'm just this regular guy that's going out there. And I am, I am a normal guy, but it, I guess it's a mindset more than anything, just to accept the fact that this is what you're going to be doing. This is what you love doing. This is what you have a passion doing and that you can do anything, man. So with that being said, I am a big advocate of anybody can go out there and do anything they want. Whatever the hell their dream is, they can go out there and do it. It is literally a matter of putting in the time, the effort, and getting started, like I said. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know what? Like, I thought of a pretty cool marketing idea for wine. And I was like, I like this. And then I had, I, you know, I brought it up. People like it. They love the idea. They thought it looked super neat. And I just, I just started doing it. And I had a lot of naysayers, man. I had a lot of naysayers saying, oh, it's too hard. You're not going to make money in the wine industry. This and that. It's so difficult getting a liquor license. Um, you don't understand. Where are you going to do it? Right. All these negative things that I experienced back in 2006 when the guy said, you, you don't have what it takes to be a recon marine. Mm. And I let it drive me. And I was like, man, that is the wrong thing to say to me. Because, <laughs> and here's the thing I may not be successful in my wine venture. That's not the point. The point is, is that I, I give it everything I have to try and be successful. Um, yeah. And you know what? I said, to myself, uh, eight months ago, I said, success for me is selling, being able to sell one bottle of wine, being able to legally sell one bottle of wine. I'll be happy. And, uh, it was just, you know, last week that I got approved for my, my liquor license for my, for my winery, for my domestic winery. Right. Whoa. And Fancy. man, so yeah. So I well, you already uh, got one sale. Cause I'm a, I'm a buy a bottle. Yeah, man. So I, I started what's called the Woodsman Selection, right? And so it is cool. right up my alley. So it's not like I started, I'm not making the wine. I select the wine from all over the country. That's why it's called the Woodsman Selection. Um, and I pair this wine with the activity. But, dude, it's really not so much about the wine as it is the activity. Um, and this one is the archer, right? And so my goal here, because I love teaching people, and that's where my heart is, as I put sinew up top and I put a arrowhead on the bottle and the QR code, you scan it on the back and it gives you directions on how to make your own primitive arrow. Now, let's say, for example, that you want to, uh, you want to get into archery hunting. You want to get into archery. You want to get into bow hunting. There's a subscription that comes with this bottle and you can pay X amount of dollars and it'll give you everything you need to know about getting started with archery, getting into it. Um, links to how to build your own bow with Corey. Right. Um, yeah. Like, so it's, it's a whole process. So you got the archer. By the way, let me just say that bottle is sick for those of you not watching. (laughs) It has, it's one of the coolest wine bottles I've ever seen. So, and I've got four different types, right? But this is the woodsman. Uh, this is a ferrocerium rod and this is birch bark. So you can start a fire with this bottle. So when you scan the QR code on the back, it gives you directions on how to, start a fire. So the whole thing is, Hey, go start a fire, get out in the outdoors. Uh, once you successfully start your, your own fire, uh, here's a bottle of wine to celebrate, you know, and the QR code leads to anything related to, um, anything related to, uh, being a woodsman, you know, sharpening axes, uh, building shelters, et cetera. 
Wow. So man, I got in, I got into that and I was like, this is cool. This looks neat. Um, and I love being able to like find the people that will make this business successful. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, I'm not a graphic designer, but I get mm. to pick who my graphic designer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a website designer, but I get to pick who's going to design my, my design the website. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the A team. So, yeah, exactly, man. And working with these people, it's just been amazing. Like, so I started the shooting survival instruction, and then I got to the point where I'm like, well, I can reach a larger audience with alcohol because everybody loves alcohol. Um, this is also a bottle that is marketed towards men. You know, it, it really is. Like, it's a cool looking bottle. There's like, I love drinking wine, and there's nothing wrong with guys going out there and picking up a bottle of wine. And you know what? Like, you're right. This is a, a manly looking bottle, right? It uh, is. It's got an arrowhead on it, like a legit <laughs> arrowhead. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, seriously, it's, I think it's super creative of you. And, you know, again, I want to just, I want to extract one of my takeaways from it is here you have Mark guys going out there. The guy is a, but badass Marine starting a wine company just because he felt like it because he wants to, to push himself and to create something that can, you know, live, leave a legacy, you know, like this will outlive you, you know, it done, it done right. It will, you know, it's, it's yeah. super awesome. And I just, it's inspiring for me too to, to watch you do that because, you know, no one, like in their right mind would say, yeah, Mark's going to crush with a, a wine company. Like when you're like all camoed out, you know, and, like shooting long range uh, sniper rifles. So it's so cool um, to see you actually doing it and to silence the haters. And I think just the lesson for me is just take action, you know, whatever you have in your heart, you know, go out there and do the work and, and figure it out, fail forward. You're going to, you're going to have adversity, right? A hundred percent, man. Like, Putting up, um, like what I, what I like to do in, in my office is I put up a whiteboard mm-hmm. and I usually have my yearly goals on there, my monthly goals, and I put three daily goals on there. But you know, every year I take it, I look at, I'm like, what do I want to do? And obviously you come up with ideas throughout the year, but you know, writing things down almost like it keeps me accountable. Cause like I said, I've got some ADD going on and I've got to find ways to, to manage that. Yeah. And, uh, but dude, freaking a, and that's the whole, the whole point of even my wine is that anybody can do anything. Like if you're yeah. like, if you're like, oh, and this is what people do, which really irritates me in this world of businesses, people that call themselves subject matter experts or an expert in like survival. Oh, dude, what is that? There's no such thing as an expert in survival. In my opinion, <laughs> anybody can go out there and anybody can do those things, but people are scared to get into them because they feel like, Oh, well, I don't know as much as this person mm. or it's going to be too difficult to do it. And then the reality of it is a lot of these things are not that hard. Um, people make it out to seem harder than it is to make them seem more successful yeah. to sell business for themselves. Yeah. But so, you know, my whole thing is, Hey, get outside, uh, no matter what it is, like, you can learn these skill sets. You can enjoy the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always focused towards the outdoors. So that's what makes me happy, right? That's where, that's my church. My church is the mountains. 
So, yeah, you know, into that. Yeah. So like being out in nature and stuff like that, like if I can drive more people to that, I feel like I'm driving more people to, to freedom. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. I love that. And I love nature and it is my happy place. Uh, just as much, you know, I, um, I think it's even more important now that we protect it, you know, just cause it's like, we're decimating our natural resources and it's just a damn shame. Like I think more, awareness is what you're bringing to the to the natural world and when you bring people out there show the beauty and the importance to protect it the importance of conservation and how it all fits together and how we're just a small part in this you know in this beautiful on this beautiful planet so love that man i i do want to touch on your alone um episodes or your season seven and and kind of just hear you know give us your like your takeaways from that experience and, and how many days you lasted. And for those people who don't know what alone is kind of give them a little briefing too. Yeah, right on. So, so alone is, it's been out for about eight seasons now. Um, so eight years. And when it first started, I saw this show and I'm like, what is this? This is amazing. They take, <laughs> they take 10 people, they drop them off in the wilderness by themselves and they only get 10 items. So you get 10 items you get to pick from a list. And you get given some cameras and you're about as alone as it gets. You are as alone as it gets, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking like no human interaction at all. And you've got to film it and you've got to see how long you can survive, how long you can last, how long you can mentally deal with being by yourself um, while you're hungry, while you're tired, while you're freezing. Uh, so instantly I wanted to do it. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> um, I was lucky enough to get a chance to go on after, uh, Donnie dust, who's on season six, uh, recommended me. And I was like, dude, that was the greatest. One of the greatest moments of my life was like being able to be asked to go on that. Mm. And I went out there and uh, made it out there. And I remember I got dropped off and they talked about drop shock, right? And they're like, oh, you're going to get drop shock. I didn't get it. I was like, Oh, this is amazing. Like I was, <laughs> but I was also thinking, I was also thinking like, I've got so much work to do. Oh yeah. man, I got to get started. So went out there. Um, I, I did not know if I was going to last one day, if I was going to last five days, if I'd last the goal, which was a hundred days. All I knew is that I did not want to quit. That was my biggest thing. I did not want to quit. No matter what, don't quit. That It came from my background, from my military background throughout life. We are always told, do not quit. Push yourself as hard as you can and do not quit. In the military, we're actually told, like, you'd rather die than quit. Mm. So I'm out there and I'm having a blast, man. I mean, I did not know, like, I liked myself that much, right? And it's something that you learn. <laughs> it's something you learn about yourself when you're out there. Yeah. And I'm having fun. I'm like, this is a good time. And yeah. I'm enjoying nature and being by myself and finding food. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. And I, you know, your mental attitude has everything to do with you being successful in, yeah. in, in, in a lot of things. And I told myself, well, one, I wasn't going to cry on the show. I, I, don't, I didn't need to because I wasn't sad, but yeah. I wasn't going to cry. And I went out there and I just had a good time, man. I put, I put a smile on my face. Every day that it snowed was a good day. Yeah. Every day that the sun was out was a good day. Every day that um, I caught a fish or a, an animal, that's a good day. Yeah. So I had a lot of good days while I was out there. I had a couple bad days. Yeah. 
But mostly, you know, I was having fun, had a positive attitude, and it was a great time. Now, fast forward to day 35, Mm. breathing started getting difficult. Uh, Mm. My vision was going. uh, Life just got extremely, extremely hard day 35. Day 10, I actually uh, went to the bathroom in my sleeping bag, and not the the number one, but the number two. And it was like, that's your only sleeping bag. I woke up at 1 1 a.m., and my sleeping bag was filled with liquid just ruined oh, and i'm like this is the most disgusting thing i've ever had to deal with i got out yeah. and i had a i had a, I had a one-year-old at the time right like this is the nastiest thing i've ever dealt with was my own yeah. yeah and uh i'm like washing it off the lake right and, and i had to stay warm that night by sitting next to the fire until the sleeping bag could dry out but anyways that was the the first symptom and sign of what i actually had going on and i thought it was from too much fish fat um mm. So day 35, breathing started getting difficult. And day 44, I decided to call it. Um, so I called production and I quit. And when I, and I was like, dude, this is the whole reason why you came out here was to not quit. And when they came up to me and they're like, how do you feel? I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm tired. I'm done. Like, I'm physically shot. And I'm like, mm. they're like, you're tired? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I am tired. Like, beyond exhausted physically, mentally, I'm depleted. I'm, and I cannot make it to hundred days. I don't know. I had so much fish, man, so much fish, so much rabbit. And I decided to tap and it's crazy because I ended up having trichinosis. Oh, and, from and, the rabbit, and, right? From the, from the fish actually, which is super oh, rare to get. Yeah. Whoa. Super rare to get it from fish too. And I, but I didn't know this at the time. I just thought like, I just knew that I've done some hard stuff in my life. And, uh, this had has surpassed it tenfold. And I knew that I could not keep, I was just digressing. Right. Yeah. Well, turns out this parasite had got to my heart. It uh, got to all my organs. It put me into congestive heart failure. Holy Um, shit. Yeah. My troponin levels were through the roof when I got to the hospital. They told me, uh, they're like, dude, my legs swelled up from my knees down. I mean, they were like, yeah. So it it was crazy because if I didn't quit when I quit, I would have died. died. I would have died one to two to one to two days later. The doctor's like, there's a very good chance you could have died one to two days later. You didn't quit when you quit. They're like, your heart right now is in in the condition of an 87 year old man that just had a massive heart attack. And I go, that was my epiphany. That was when I was like, Holy shit. I went out here with the mindset of never quitting and I learned a much more valuable lesson and that this is a game. This is, or this is business. This is business, right? And there is a point to push yourself in business or a game to where you want to push yourself as hard as you can physically and mentally. But when it comes down to it and you are destroying yourself, stop, stop. It's not worth it. Like, yeah. if you're legitimately killing yourself, throw in the fucking towel. Like, yeah, man. That th- you will always be able to 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 go back and try again and reevaluate, reassess, and figure it out and learn from your mistakes. And yeah. man, I was, you know, nobody's life was on the line except for my own when I was out there for this instant. Yeah, and I I thought I was letting the recon and scout sniper communities down hardcore. Man, I was like, oh gosh, I'm letting them down. But dude, I'm tired. Yeah, And, uh, so I learned a much more valuable lesson, um, from going on alone and that it is okay to quit whenever 
but you better make sure you better damn make sure that you push yourself as hard as you can. Yeah. And so yeah. that's a beautiful you know, lesson, it, man. Oh man. That was, you know, it's not something I, it's kind of a weird lesson for a guy like me to sit there and tell people that it's yeah. okay to quit. <laughs> but well, but it's, it's context for quitting, man. That's what's important here is you gave it your all. You knew something was wrong and you listened to your intuition. Like you would have died if you didn't and, quit. And, you know, and, and you so up, that's the, yeah, that's the value. You, you brought up an amazing point, man. Intuition. Like that yeah. is, that is an incredible thing that is legit. Like intuition yeah. isn't, isn't some made up fairy tale thing. No. Intuition is something that is learned over time, regardless if you know you even learned it, but from what your eyes have seen or your brain has taken in, um, even when, as when you're a small ch child, right? Yeah. It goes into your file folders in your brain. And then later yeah. in life, it pulls and says, well, you've seen this or you know what this is like. Like, this isn't right. Something's wrong. Don't do yep. that. Yeah. Um, I mean... Years of evolution too, all play, you know, 100%. like yeah. it's, it's, it's something we all need to learn to trust more and more, especially now, you know, with this hyper-connected technological age where everything's like relied on like um, wearable devices and all this crap, you know, we have to get back to our true self and our true soul and listen to our intuition, man. So I love that lesson. I, I really appreciate you sharing it and, and especially that experience. I watched the whole season. So, you know, I was a big fan of yours and um, yeah, it's just cool to hear like the actual back end of it. Um, yeah. I mean, not, not cool that you almost died, but like cool that, but, you know, I mean, you know, it, that and, you push and yourself. The, and the thing is like, it is cool because that I'll, I'm like, whatever. I'm glad I didn't die. That's the positive side. Right. Exactly. And, that is and, I, and, and I don't have any, uh, I don't have any long lasting effects and I get to tell people what it's like to have heart failure while you're out there surviving. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many positive sides of that. And, uh, you know, and I think that keeping that positive mental attitude from the beginning to the end, like all the way yep. throughout life, no matter what you're going through. Um, yep. For sure. Yeah, man, that was an amazing story and, and appreciate you sharing it. Now, I do want to get into the happy hustle hacks. This is where I just ask you, you know, a couple questions in a couple different disciplines. First being health. I know health is a priority for you. Do, can you share a tip, tool, or tactic? I like to deem them happy hustle hacks for health. Uh, what do you want? Mental health? health? Like... Either. Either mental or physical. Um. Physical fitness. Uh, you know what? I'm going to talk about physical fitness because mm -hmm. <clears throat> let's like the show, for example, um, they get people go out there and they, they gain a lot of weight thinking they're going to be able to survive and, and last longer because they got a lot of fat on them. Mm. <clears throat> and they're absolutely right. You might be able to last longer, but um, being physically fit, like dude, going out there and, and I don't mean like being a jacked bodybuilder. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, being able to be, being able to move, being able to do whatever task it is that you want to accomplish, like climbing mountains, being a mountain goat, whatever. Um, being able to do that is so much more important and in, in, in a healthy lifestyle in a business life, like in a bit from a business standpoint too. Um, you feel better. You wake up in the morning feeling you get a better sleep. I mean, yeah. so, you know, I'm not crazy with physical fitness. I just like to work out, run, go for runs and, and you know, stay active. But I'll say that that is my, that's one of the ways that I decompress. 
is with uh, is working out and stuff. And you yeah. know, I'm not a big health nut when it comes to eating. Um, I eat pretty much what I want to. I try to stay away from. Uh, I try to stay away from a lot of sugars now and stuff like that. But you know, I try mm-hmm. to eat as organic as I can with the animals that I that I kill. Mm-hmm. But man, that's it. Just working out and yeah. No, it's a great tip. Yeah, just moving the body every day. Let's talk about money. Do you have a happy hustle hack in regards to money? You know, I always think it's important to talk about it, you know, and I see it as a tool and energy of frequency. Um, you know, maybe something that you that you do for, uh, in regards to money to save or spend or invest wisely. Uh, <laughs> don't don't get wrapped around the axle with it. You know, like if you want to make more money, then make more business. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's definitely like, man, I started off my business the first year I made like $18,000, nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the second year I made like $26,000 and every year I've made more money with my business. And I've done, I did, this was my best year financially, um, 2021. And it was a damn good, yeah, the damn good year. And I'm really happy with it, but it hasn't, you know, I'm still, it hasn't changed how I live my life. I'm not like going after the money. I'm going after the business. So, mm. you know, I'm going after more business. I'm not, and you know, finding a way to put that into my life to where I still get to see my son just as much. I'm not compromising my own, mm-hmm. my own mental health or the vacations that I need. Yeah. Um, you know, even at $18,000 a year, I still went on vacations. Yeah. I, yeah. Figured, I found a way. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's what's up. I love it, man. It is. It's, you know, it's important like to reverse engineer the lifestyle you want and reverse engineer the business that will dictate that lifestyle, you know, and not worry about the dollars and cents, but worry about the lifestyle. And that's what the happy hustle is all about is putting the happy in your hustle and, and doing yeah. it for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. Awesome, man. Where can people go to learn more about you to, you know, to maybe even come train with you or do some long range shooting with you or survival tactics or buy some wine, give us some links. Yeah. So, uh, I've got a couple different things. So int survival.com, uh, that's my business international mountain survival. They can go on there. They can kind of, uh, send me a message through there and sign up for courses. Most of the courses I do are private courses now anyways. So if someone wants to get into something, they just contact me and say, Hey, I've been really thinking about getting into archery or long range shooting or operating in the mountains in general. And we'll put together a custom course for them. Usually it's like a three day thing. If you're a little bit more bougie and you want to, and you want to live the luxury lifestyle, like, Hey, you want to go and you want to learn how to shoot, but you also want your five-star meals and dining. There's a ranch in Colorado um, that I work at called Branded Rock Canyon. So you can check them out at brandedrockcanyon.com. And then, uh, yeah, obviously my Instagram, Shoot, Hunt, Survive. They can, if they follow that, if you guys follow that, you'll always kind of keep up with what I got going mm-hmm. on in courses and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's an awesome, awesome Instagram. Um, I love seeing your photos and videos. And it's shoot underscore hunt underscore survive, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. Amazing, man. I do want to run through the rapid fire round and then we will wrap this bad boy up. This is basically where I just ask you random questions and you answer honestly. First thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Sure. Favorite food? Go. Uh, Lasagna. Favorite movie? Uh, Die Hard. Favorite weapon? Uh, Traditional bow. Best business advice? Uh, Don't concentrate on the money. What's your spirit animal? 
Oh, probably like a squirrel. <laughs> Three things you're most grateful for. Uh, my son, uh, my business, and my health. Love it. And if you had one billboard for the world to see, and this was your last piece of content, what would that billboard read? All it takes is all you got. Mm, love that, man. Crush that rapid fire round. <laughs> Mark, I just want to take a moment, man. Acknowledge you, brother. Appreciate you sharing your love, your light, your wisdom, you know, your experiences, your, your just amazing stories with the Happy Hustlers and myself. Thank you, brother. This has been awesome. Thanks, Any final man. words before we uh, say goodbye? Dude, no, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was seriously a pleasure. I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to get out there sometime and hang out. Oh yeah. Doors always I'm, open. I'm man. saying that on, I'm, I'm saying that on air. So you have to do it. Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to come shooting with you, man, for sure. I can't wait to, I can't wait to come shooting. Final question, Mark, what is your definition of happy hustling? Man, putting a smile on your face, waking up every morning, know that you, uh, enjoying what you're doing and, yeah, uh, smiling. If you're smiling, no matter, like even if you're making money, you're not making money, but you're doing what you love. That's the happy hustle. Mm, love it. Mark D'Ambrosio, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. We out. Peace and love. Thanks so much, guys, for watching and listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. It truly means the world to me. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend, someone else who could use this message of confidence and clarity and trusting your intuition and getting more of what you want and less of what you don't. And again, a big shout out to this episode's sponsor, Newtopia, who is making the best nootropics in the game. You can go to newtopia.com forward slash happy hustle to get the hookup. I love you. I'm out. And real quick, I do want to thank this episode's sponsor, Therasage, who is making the best portable and affordable full spectrum infrared red light sauna on the market. I mean, mine is sitting right over here in my office, and I use this thing regularly to detoxify my body, to increase the blood flow circulation, to decrease the inflammation, and ultimately burn calories and just make me feel better. And what's really cool is they're a family-owned company. They stand behind their products, and they really they really do make a difference. Like you can feel the difference of their products. So if you guys want the hookup, you can go to therasage.com and then use code happy to save 10% on everything store-wide. That includes the saunas. They have water pitchers. They have EMF blocking devices. They have TheraAid creams, so much great stuff. Their products are top-notch, and I, I really do stand behind them as much as they do because I believe in what they're doing. So thank you, Therasage, and you guys get the hookup. Use code HAPPY, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com, and plug in that code. Save yourself some moolah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. 
guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Peace.